Hi Explorers, I'm Adriana Scori. I'm Cindy Dowsett. And I'm Lauren Rodick Eberly. We are the mamas behind Kids Who Explore. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. We are honored to share the mic with adventurers from all over the world. Thank you so much to Sawyer for sponsoring today's podcast. Sawyer is a brand that makes rad clothes for wild and adventurous kids. It was started by a husband and wife team from Park City, Utah. The duo recognized the many benefits of kids spending time in the outdoors. Sawyer also recognized the fact that on average, children spend eight to 10 times more of their free time on electronics than they do playing outdoors. Compared to their parents' generation, that's about half as much outdoor time. Sawyer believes that childhood memories should be strewn with sunny days, fresh air, riding bikes in the rain, and simply exploring and connecting with nature. Sawyer exists solely to encourage kids to be outside and be adventurous, to play in the wild. Here at Kids Who Explore, we've had the pleasure of dressing our own kids in Sawyer goods, and we love their adorable prints for kids, their comfortable material, and of course, their wonderful sayings that inspire outdoor adventures. Check out besawyer.com to get your kids decked out too. Hi, ladies. Hi. So we talked about our summer bucket list recently, and I want to chat today about our fall bucket list, but first, let's just chat about how it's been going like how have your summer adventures been so far summer has been so amazing but like here in Alberta we are having these heat waves coming in which is so awesome and I don't want to complain about having heat waves because we had such a cold winter but it is definitely a different form of of adventure for us so it's like we're heading out quite a bit but it's just like it's almost more work I would say than layering your child for winter like I almost miss Turner's snowsuit and just like hitting the trail and not worrying about I don't know the heat and is he overheating and the bugs the bugs are so bad this summer but we're trying to continue on with our bucket list of adventures right I know it's so interesting because people in winter often think it's must be so easy to live in a place where it's summer all the time, (laughs) but there is just different things you have to think about with your kids, right? Then you have to think about sun exposure and keeping them cool enough. And like you said, keeping the bugs away. Yes. Totally. It's so much easier to layer than to like, once you get down to, you know, (laughs) your birthday suit, (laughs) there's not further than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that's why I've been loving water adventures. We have been loving getting in the lake and swimming or paddleboarding or kayaking. Colin sat in the kayak for so long yesterday and I was pumped because the paddleboard, you know, it's kind of like, she kind of wants to get out more, but the kayak, she just totally lied on me and just chilled while I. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, summer is definitely different. Like you want to get out earlier in the morning before it gets too hot and then your guys, babies still nap. So then you guys can have that the hottest part of the day inside. And so I just do the same thing with my kids who are a bit older. I just make sure that they have quiet time inside the house for a little bit and just lots of water, lots of water activities, lots of water drinking. Yes, that's perfect. And have you done any camping? Well, you've definitely done camping, but have you done any of your big backcountry camping trips yet? We leave next week for our first one. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) The kids are so excited. But yeah, no, we've done, we've done some van camping and um, some Crownland camping, which is kind of in the backcountry. And we've been to the backcountry cabin. Um, the kids and I are almost done our bucket list hikes already. 
I was going to say, let's hear about your bucket list hikes because you have been like, you just got back from Lake Louise and you did how many summits that day? Three (laughs) and and kind of like four different hikes. So it was 11 hours, 30 kilometers. And it was so much fun. We'd had the best weather for it. Uh, but it was yeah. great because it was it was different kind of hiking because the tea houses are back there. So that was my first time actually hiking in Lake Louise. So like, nice. Truly hiking and not just like hanging out the lake and kind of walk around the lake a little bit, like actually going out there for um, specifically for hikes. And yeah, it was great because then you just like, you know, go up to Little Beehive and then you head down to Lake Agnes Tea House and you just sit and have tea and breakfast and chat and hang out for a bit. And then when you're ready, you move on to the next one. And it wasn't the peaks weren't crazy elevation I didn't find so it was like pretty it definitely wasn't as hard as a triple crown day (laughs) no that's fair yeah Lake Louise is such an iconic place for the world to come usually when when COVID's not happening everybody is going to Lake Louise everyone's going to that tea house and I recently hiked there too this year and realized like why the world comes to see that it is amazing honestly such a beautiful place to visit do you find it still so busy though even though the world isn't coming to see it because Albertans are just all over it or it's still really busy with locals I find you still have to get there really early for parking okay yeah yeah I find it um I find it way less way less traffic almost but yeah still like on the trail it's like a good kind of busy but I don't know. I've never hiked there when it's like peak tourist season. I'm not sure how that would go for, right. it would be a lot of traffic on the trail. And then if you're at the tea house and there's like a big, a big line to get your like tea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure I've heard the first tea house, it gets really busy because yeah. that one's pretty child friendly too. Yes. And lots of families will go there. The second one out by um, the plate of six glaciers is beautiful too in a different way because it's set in the mountains with the glaciers around you it's so beautiful but it's definitely quieter there it's just a bigger truck yeah amazing amazing okay ladies so we are all crushing our summer adventures and trying to stay cool (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about fall cindy your favorite season is winter we talked about what Adri, what's yours? Oh, I love all the seasons. Like, honestly, if I had to pick one, I think spring when all the fresh flowers come out and that new, that feel of new fresh year and that start, I, I love spring. It's like so refreshing. So, but I also love summer and I do love winter sports. Like they're all at the top for me. <laughs> I, know. I was actually thinking that too. I was like, oh, the fall, you have the pretty hikes with larches and all the leaves turning colors, like all the seasons, they're just all great. And that is actually what I love about Alberta is I know fall and spring are really short seasons and summer is probably shorter than people want, but we do really get all four seasons. So I love that. Okay. So fall bucket list. I know I'm the bucket list person over here. So I don't know if you guys have ever even made a fall bucket list, but is there anything that you really want to do this fall coming up, especially with kids? Um, For me, I took Turner out for his first hike in the fall when he was, because he was born in August. So it's a very special time of year for us because that kind of marks a lot of firsts. And now he'll be older when I take him out to the fall um, leaves and everything. So I'm really excited to take him out to the mountains. And as Cindy had mentioned, larch 
season. So for those that don't know what larch season is, so here in Alberta, uh, the trees, I, what kind of trees are there, Cindy? Do you know? I, my, I know my husband will know. <laughs> like the large trees, what kind? Yeah, or like what, it, yeah, what category of tree um, deciduous okay so they change color and they change this golden hue and they're amazing um and it only lasts for about a week and then it starts to snow here in Alberta and then all of the pine needles I could be totally I'm not a plant person <laughs> they fall off the trees so there's like this window of time that I really want to take Turner out um but sometimes it's hard to like align I know I've missed the large season year after year after year, just with work and weather and everything. So I don't want to set the expectation too high. So I think with us for the fall bucket list is just going to be out on the trail in the fall and just recognizing the change of the season and definitely going to Starbucks and getting a pumpkin spice latte and spending time in the mountains. That's for us anyway. That sounds wonderful. Yes. I love that. Yes, we're going to have to now talk spring bucket lists in the future, but in New York and areas around there, everyone is trying to get to see the cherry blossoms for that week that you have the cherry blossoms. So I love that you talked about that. It's just there's these periods of time where it's like, hey, we really got to get outside and see this and enjoy the change. Actually, there was something that one of my recommendations at some point, because I talk about grounding all the time, is going to be Dr. Laura Conover's book. And it's talking about how with her, I think it was her, now I need to double check, but that she talked about she watches the full moon with her daughter in each season and notes the changes of it in each season. Okay. And I thought, what a cool idea. I'm totally stealing that. I want to do that. Collins isn't at the age where she's going to see the full moon and appreciate it. But when she's older, I totally want to make that a tradition for us. You guys know how much I love my full moon hikes. So <laughs> yeah, so you pretty much do it, Cindy, but I, I don't do, know if you've it's noticed. Too, it's too late for my kids, but definitely as they get older, that is such a great idea. I love that. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Maybe in the winter time when it's darker. Yeah. <laughs> right. They could catch that one. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, fall is totally like apples and pumpkins. And I think of going to the pumpkin patches and the corn maze. Cindy, have you done that with your kids? Yep. Yeah. We do that every year. They love it. Okay, great. And you, do you guys all celebrate Halloween? Do you get into costumes and that kind of thing? We do. I love Halloween. I get dressed up too. <laughs> Me too. I love always doing couples costumes with Jordan. And now I'm just thinking family costumes. What can we all do together? <laughs> yeah. There's so much fun. I need to get into the whole family costume scene. So I need some ideas, Laura. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send you all my, <laughs> yeah, send me my backups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This year, I do want to have a kids who explore like Halloween event with the kids so that the kids can come and dress up and we can head out to the mountains and do like trick or treating on the trail. Yes. <laughs> Magic. So that'd be awesome. Love that. I've hosted that every year with women who explore. So I'm definitely down for doing that with kids. Who You're the host, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> you are <All> here. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if we could incorporate like a leaf craft or something like that too, because that was something in my notes for our fall bucket list is, oh. you know, how we talked a ton about crafts and nature or even once again, I know there's, you know, leave no trace, but if we could do like a rock art or something like that. Good yeah, idea. that's a great idea. 
And even just picking up leaves that have already fallen and then taking them home. My kids love to put paper over top and then they color it with a crayon Yes, to get the the print of the leaf. Or we've taken the leaves and painted them with fabric paint and then, and then stamped them on shirts. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. So that would be really fun for fall because the leaves are falling anyways. That's such a great idea. Every year in the fall, we do an annual friends and family bike trip for mountain biking. Oh, nice. Because the border is, I think, still closed and everything's just kind of unknown right now, we'll be doing it in Canada again this year. And so we're still trying to finalize dates. Well, I guess we have the dates, but um, finalize where to go. But that's that's what I always look forward to every fall. (laughs) And you do that with extended family too. Like you have a big group of people. With our, with our friends and this, um, and then our friends who have kids haven't actually come on any of the bike ones yet. They've come on all the ski ones. We do an annual friends and family ski trip in the winter too. (laughs) Um, but we're hoping this year, if we make it a little bit closer that our friends with kids will come on the bike trip. Okay. That is so great. Yeah. That's kind of, what do you guys do for biking in the winter? Do you do any biking or is fall kind of like your last chance to take it in for us it's kind of our last chance I mean I have done a little bit of fat biking in the winter but I haven't really gotten quite into it yet okay yeah yeah I said that being out on the lake until once it turns ice then we're out there skating but my niece and I will actually put on our winter jackets and our toques and go paddle boarding in the fall (laughs) so that's the last chance to go paddle boarding (laughs) wow good for you guys so yeah it's definitely chillier out there but it's worth it to just get out on the water absolutely for us uh we will be doing we're going to start like more traditions now with turner but generally on the scory farm so it's a green and cattle farm harvest is a huge deal in the fall and it's a celebration with the family for you know you're harvesting all of your grain and we do like a thanksgiving dinner out in the uh, field So we love doing that. Like you'll cook like a turkey and all the fixings to go with it. And then everybody will kind of gather that's helping to harvest the crops. So it's a really, I mean, that to me really feels like fall. So we're looking forward to that tradition for sure. And just showing Turner what, you know, farming is all about and and that. So I love that so much. I feel like traditions just get so much more special with kids, you know? It's just, you're seeing, as we've talked about with so many things, you're seeing it through their eyes and you're wanting to continue to make it really important and special for them. So that's really cool. That's probably why winter is actually my favorite. It has nothing to do with the sports. It's Christmas. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's the tradition. Magic of Christmas and kids. How true. Well, also Christmas is so fun because it really is a whole season. It's not just like a week or a day, you know? Oh, I'm the crazy person who come August when they start putting out Christmas stuff at Costco and music. I'm like, yes, (laughs) I didn't know this. That's awesome. I'll put my music on shuffle and my Christmas songs will come on and I'll just let them play no matter what time of year it is. And people are like, this is Christmas. Well, I think I told you guys this, but I got a black Christmas tree last year. And so I said to Logan, it doubles for Halloween as well. So I guess we'll be jumping on that train, Cindy, of decorating early this year (laughs) and just leave the tree up. No problem. Well, we could always get like different decorations, right? Like you could put like spiders and skulls and orange, like 
things in the tree and make it like a Halloween tree or even make it a harvest tree if you could do it less creepy and do like pumpkins and better idea I'm terrified <laughs> of spiders <laughs> and then Cindy Jackson's gonna be in full-time school right no I can't believe it so yeah fall's gonna look a little different for us now and it's Naya starting school too yeah. she's in preschool so she'll only be half days but yeah it's gonna be weird and then they all have sports now too so Naya's in dance already Jackson will be in hockey like oh man it's gonna be it's gonna get busy right okay well we'll have to chat about all of that you're you're leading the way letting us know how that all looks (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else you guys are planning for fall or is that kind of it did we cover it I think we kind of covered it. I mean, definitely just that feel of fall, maybe like a a hobby farm to go and pick out a pumpkin. Um, I think we did talk about that a little bit already, but um, just kind of doing that tradition with Turner as well and getting his little playmates together and going. Okay. That reminded me that my family, which I haven't been here the last couple of years to do it, but does we get little pumpkins and everyone gets a bunch of different crafts so it's not like carving a pumpkin but it's decorating a pumpkin so there'll be paint there'll be glue there'll be different other crafts and then you just go to town and do whatever you want and then at the end we line them all up and everyone votes for who their favorite was so then there's a winner of the pumpkin decorating competition (laughs) I love that it's decorating what a fun idea we actually do the same thing a week before Halloween we host a big party and we have, I forgot because we haven't done it um, with right. COVID, but yeah, same thing. We have all our friends come over and everyone brings a pumpkin and there's like all the kids wear their costumes so that you're not buying the costume for like one day. Yes. So the kids, and I'll usually get dressed up too. And I'll like make all the themed Halloween food <laughs> and we just have a big party and then vote at the end. Okay, this is a really great tip I heard once, and I think I just need to share it because I can't not, is, you know, Halloween, all the kids want to just get in their costume and get going. They don't want to get all the pictures, but you want those for memories. So a great way to get the memory and get some bonus time in costumes is the day before or a week before, get the kids to dress up, do the photos, and let them hang out in their costumes. And then when it actually comes to trick-or-treat time, you don't even have to worry about photos. Oh, wow. I like yeah, that. It works yeah. out well. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a really great tip. You know, we always talk about you want to have the photos for the memory, but you don't want to take away from the experience. So that's a way that you can get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, and too, because we live in, our friends live in such different communities, you usually want to trick-or-treat in your own area. And so it's hard as the kids get into school, then start making different friends and not their forced friendships from us. Right. <laughs> that now it's great because then we get to see those friends the week before, and then the kids can go with their school friends on the actual day. Yes. See, I just love when we get talking and all these ideas come out. <laughs> yeah. I would love for anyone listening today too to make comments in the notes so that they can give us more ideas. Yeah. Yeah, fall is one of the ones where there's not usually, I think, as many bucket list ideas and maybe because it's a little bit of a shorter season here. But yeah, I would love to hear any new ideas to really take in that season. Absolutely. Food. (laughs) Food, always food. (laughs) Apple pies. (laughs) 
Yes, pumpkin pie. That's my favorite. Oh, yes. Okay, ladies, let's end with our final questions. So I'm going to ask Adri. Awesome. Adri, in the last few months, what was your best purchase under $100? Okay, I feel like I have a really good one today. And I want to, I'm going to share it on Instagram as well. But I went to London Drugs here in Canada and I got a tripod for your phone and camera. Okay, so I've got one of these before but they're like made fully of plastic and it just snapped after a week of using. So this one, I made sure that it's like high quality and these um, I'm demonstrating here on video and I know we're podcasting right now, but the tripod legs are actually like rubberized so they can twist around like a tree branch or like hang off and you can get some really cool shots when you're hiking on the trail and you're not packing a massive tripod. So it's, it can go right in your pack. It's super light. And yeah, I will be sharing it on Instagram. It's called Logics is the brand and I really love it. It rotates in all directions. And then if you're taking video or anything, you can also put it down and just have it videoing your experience that you're having, but then it's not interrupting your time on the trail and that like it's just like you're not like hey stand still get a photo you're just kind of getting some natural video and putting it on on to auto timer on the phone and then just snapping a few photos so it's not so like okay we're doing a photo shoot kind of thing so yeah unreal i need to get <laughs> you convinced me you sold me <laughs> they're amazing <laughs> thank you for sharing that adri okay can you share a book a show or a podcast recommendation right now okay so actually none of the above on that, but what I can do is recommend a meditation. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I really love meditating. I'm extremely busy lately. And it's the one thing that makes me kind of reset aside from nature, obviously going on a hike, I feel amazing after, but meditation is huge for me. So it's called the honest guys and it's on YouTube. I don't believe they have a website or anything. And those are the pod or those, sorry, not podcasts. Those are the, um, videos that usually like, I just close my eyes and lay down flat and listen to those ones. And they're amazing. Like I've tried a lot of meditations and for me, that one is awesome. So if you're into needing to clear your mind or reset, go have a listen. Uh, my favorite one, I can also post on the Instagram channel. So good. Okay. And I'll put that in our show notes too. Perfect. If there was no time or money limit, where would you travel or explore? The world. I would take off and just go and explore everywhere that can be explored. I want to meet all the people that we've connected with at Kids Who Explore here. There's some amazing families across the globe that I really hope we can meet in person one day. Um, my first two things would be, I would want to go to Hawaii, but I would want to go for a few months because it is incredible there. And I just want to show Turner the way of the island life there and all the things that I fell in love with Hawaii for. And I would also take him to Norway for his like heritage and his roots and meet some of his family there and show him the incredible hikes that Norway has to offer. That is a beautiful note to end on. <laughs> All right. Happy fall, ladies. Happy fall. Happy fall. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms.